Check one, two, one, two. Oh no, the references. The references <laughs> that we are going to get today. Hello and welcome to Before the Blow Up. Today I'm joined by the lovely Jules. Hi, so lovely to be here. So happy to have I you. I'm so excited. <laughs> I'm smiling. Same. As always. Well, when I'm doing this, that's, that's <laughs> yeah. one, two, one, two. That was a reference to your song, which I have been listening to on repeat <laughs> alongside Indecisive pink plant all these bangers that you're dropping <laughs> thank you how are you how's your day been it's been really good yeah. like i had been looking forward to this like ever since we kind of met at, like yeah. the so far show and then you mentioned it i was like okay yeah. i am ready because i'm in my podcast era yes. Yes. <laughs> so yeah i like honestly thank you so much for like one like inviting me of like course. wanting me to have in this of course. and also like for just like being so nice and like like everything like I, i'm obsessed with you <laughs> i'm obsessed with you i saw you you played a show that i wasn't working mm-hmm. and i saw videos and i was like oh my god why didn't i like work that it was because it was a f- further location i was like oh whatever but if i had known you were the performer i would have been there instantly and then i saw you perform at another show and i came up to you instantly after because i was in awe your entire performance thank you you have such you have such a unique sound, but it also reminds me of so many artists that I mm-hmm. love and adore. And it's yeah. just like, oh, and then <laughs> listening to your songs, they're catchy, they're fun. Your voice is amazing. Anyway, I have, I'm so happy you're here. <laughs> thank thank you. you for your time. Um, okay. If someone didn't, had never, has never heard of you or has okay. never listened to your music, like who, if, what demographic would you be like, you know, should Ooh. listen to you? Well, I think it's like interesting because I grew up uh, like I'm Brazilian. I okay. was born in Brazil, raised in Peru. And so I've always had some sort of like Latin influence okay. to like in the mm-hmm. everything that I do. Um, but also my dad plays the guitar. My grandma plays mm-hmm. the piano. So I've always, always had like inspiration from like classics. So it's a little mix of like Amy Winehouse, mm-hmm. Stevie Wonder, mm-hmm. Erica Badu. And then you just like kind of jump ahead and then you just have like hip-hop style like mm. mac miller like mm. it's a big inspiration too so it's just like a little mix of everything yeah, and it yeah. makes it like it it creates what i do you know i love every single artist you named i love and adore <laughs> it's so good what of of those ones that you named is there yeah. is there one that you get the most influence from or is it just like you take all of their sounds kind of and blend it into your own I think, yes, like I blend all of them together, but it also goes through, through like phases, mm. to be honest. Like sometimes, like Mac Miller is one of my fa- like all time favorite tattoos, tattoos, Tattoo. artists. Yeah. I have a well, bunch of, <laughs> but I, I have a bunch of like tattoos from like from, Mac Miller. No way. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. Cool. And so I think it just goes like in different um, like times and places. Mm. I'm like, okay, I'm feeling a little bit more like soul r&b mm. right now and then i'm also feeling i don't know if i'm pissed and i want to yeah. rap like just want to mm. write like bars i'm like okay let me like listen to this and this and that so 
just kind of like mixes throughout cool. the like time. What what are you in right now? Right now, I am in a Erica Badu phase. Mm. To be honest, I just got uh like a producer like he sent me a couple of his beats, and then uh, like after this uh, start method a couple of days ago, yeah. and then I just listened to it yesterday as I was brushing my teeth, and I was like, this sound like two thousand and two, mm. and I just want to like do something about mm. this, you know? Mm-hmm, but yeah, it's cool. definitely exciting. <laughs> I. I just went through her um, album, the, mm-hmm. the iconic one. I can't remember yeah, yeah, the yeah. name. Uh, Badu. Yeah. <laughs> and because before it, I only knew, I discovered Didn't You Know yes. and Bag Lady. Okay. And loved it, but I never actually took the time to go through the album. Mm-hmm. And then I was just listening to music one day and then you know how your playlist ends and then yeah. Spotify gives recommendations. Yeah. Green Eyes came on and I was like, Ooh, 10 minutes? Like, that feels like two. <laughs> I money. I was like, oh, what a jazz artist is this? And then yeah. I go and I saw it's Erica Badu, and I was like, no way, this talented person, so and oh, such a good song. She really is, and like, and she sang that song on the Tiny Desk, like oh, on YouTube. Okay. Oh my God, what a performance! Uh, what a uh, performance! I haven't seen that one. It's so good. You should. Uh, I you definitely should. should. <laughs> I went through. I during COVID actually, I went like every single day. I'd watch a new NPR, yeah, yeah. Tiny Desk concert. They're Honestly, so they they pushed me through COVID. To yeah, be honest. <laughs> yeah, they, yeah. Anyway, so good. Okay, so lovely. Yeah. So how did you get into music in the first place? You said your family. Sir. Yeah, like. I always say that my grandma is like the coolest person that mm-hmm. I know. Um, she owns like a little like sh- like art shop. To be honest, she sells in Brazil. Yeah, in Brazil. Very cool. Uh, she sells like random like trinkets, but also she does like classes for like crochet or like painting and a bunch of different stuff. And so like I've always been like super inspired by her because she also was one of the the people that like would just like let me mm-hmm. be creative, mm-hmm. you know and even so like when i started getting tattoos and everything my mom was like julia like let's stop stop for a second (laughs) you know let's like pause and my grandma was like oh my god let me see your tattoos they're so cute um and so like she's always been like a big like inspiration for me and like allowing myself to be creative Mm. um and my dad honestly like taught me so much about um like one playing the guitar for Mm. starters um, but also just uh, like being intuitive about it too. Mm-hmm. Um, just like play what you feel and don't let anybody um, tell you what to do. But also be aware that like in order for you to like break the rules, you also need to know the rules, mm-hmm. you know? Okay. And so like he also taught me more of like... What a good line. Right? <laughs> My to dad has some rules, great quotes. <laughs> you have to know the rules. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Um, and so like he taught me um like basics about music theory so i could like kind of like figure it out on my own but also like allow me to like explore Mm. a little bit so ever since i can remember to be honest i've been like playing around with like music and art in general but i started releasing music in like october november of 2021 okay like that was so just coming up on yeah, two years. yeah 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 that was the first one purely out of peer pressure but which song was it <laughs> indecisive and so you came out with that as your yeah. first song yeah wow wow yeah who gave you the beat for that um or that one uh indecisive oh that was a youtube beat fucking shout that. out youtube shout out youtube <laughs> for real so good yeah so what, what yeah. a you really hit the ground running right. honestly i was like i was in an anderson pack era <laughs> at that moment <laughs> supersonic eyes baby i'm jealous can't take my eyes off you 
creativity. Mm-hmm. Has it, do you find once you put out your first song, the rest kind of followed and like creativity oozed through you or have you experienced waves of blocks and yeah 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 okay. it definitely can like it happened again in phases i feel like everything happened in phases in life mm-hmm. and it's just about like riding the wave you know um i always try like i journal a lot so mm-hmm. i always try to kind of like remain connected with myself in that sense and just write even if it's not music or even if it doesn't rhyme uh one thing that i started practicing lately lately is called object writing okay. and so every morning and it's from a book that i just bought like not too long ago um but essentially what it is like i wake up every morning like the first thing i do is i write for like 10 minutes like i pick an object and i write about it for 10 Mm, minutes and only 10 minutes because then like the first couple of times that you do it is like okay these 10 minutes feels like so long like i can't come up with anything like it's bad and then it gets to a point that you just like you just like start writing and then the 10 minute timer goes off and you're like, Oh my God, I have so much left to Mm -hmm. say. And then the next day you just like dive into Mm -hmm. it, you know? So that has helped me a lot. What's like the most random object you've written about (laughs) one time. Oh my God. That's a great question. Um, I think one time I wrote like about like a phone and then I ended up with like childhood trauma or some shit. Uh, <laughs> that's so so it's therapy and at the same time like a, and a, little com- comedy. And a little comedy. There we go. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. That's so fun. Yeah. That's a good idea. It is. It really helped me like kind of just like keep the ball going, you know? Yeah. And like even if I, because for example, like last month, June, I had been only doing like performances, like live performances. And I had like no time to like sit down and write music. And I feel like if I hadn't done object writing, if I had to do it now that I'm going to like take a little break to like just focus on writing stuff, I would have just been like, okay, I can't do this because mm. I haven't practiced it. Right. You like know? the writing wouldn't have come to you as easily because exactly. you haven't been consistently yeah. practicing. Yeah. So that translates. So this object writing, it do you find it's translated into your songwriting yeah. process? Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. Definitely like has helped me stay connected to the things that I want to write about, like myself, um, like I'm selling like childhood trauma. Mm. So like it's like stuff that like I can bring up and like connect to that emotion because I'm pretty sure like 99.9% of us have experienced some mm. sort of stuff, you know? Right. So yeah. Um, and I think when it comes to like creativity wise, it just um, keeps me like inspired because like I wake up the creative person in me from the like early morning. So like I just like, walk around and go about my life and then i see something and i get inspired or Mm. get like a metaphor because like my brain is like actively looking for it you know yeah yeah. you're 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 training your brain yeah to to tune in yeah 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 yeah. i love that did you come up with want to want to want you Mm -hmm. through this kind of process similarly yes yeah um sorry i'm gonna restate it but you in your song one two it's mm-hmm. the numbers one two yeah. but you say one two want you and yeah. i genius genius <laughs> creative ge- lyricism creative, the juices are flowing <laughs> yeah tell me about that um so one two one two came in a really weird time for me because last year like i moved to ottawa in the end of 2021 so fairly recently to be honest um and my first year was like me just like settling in but also trying to like figure myself out and like see what i wanted to do and everything um while also having to balance like a job and school and everything and it's so it was a very weird year for me because i fell into like a pretty bad pattern of like falling for people that 
one like it wasn't even that they were bad people i was just like creating the whole story in my head you know i'm a i'm a culprit of that yeah <laughs> it's just like oh my god and mm-hmm. i kept on doing it and You're like then, i'm doing this to myself literally yeah, like yeah. i am doing this to myself this person is just the face of it like literally yeah and then i realized like i am meeting the same like people in different bodies but like mm. it's just me creating Projection. the image yes literally yeah and so i just kind of like I took a step back for for a second and I was like I like and then like the one to one shoe came like right. came at, came about and then I don't know I've been wanting to like I have so many songs that are like um like in my notes app that are like Brewing. angel numbers okay. oh okay okay <laughs> and it's also funny cuz like I'm very spiritual like my mm. whole family is very spiritual so although I believe in like all the crazy shit I also realize that sometimes it's just like it can, you can get very delusional mm, about yeah. it very quickly yeah. you know yeah and so i just wanted to mix those two things mm. of being like yeah so i don't want to lose my essence to this i'm tired of doing this again but then as soon as i see a little angel number on my microwave it's all gonna start <laughs> again you know yeah that's so good yeah. so yeah <laughs> what what does one two stand for in angels numbers uh, does it like the one stands for like manifestation and like okay. uh like receiving the things that you want and two uh is about like divine timing so just mm. being at the right place at the right time mm. um but yeah that's so yeah so real i love that <laughs> do you want to talk a bit more about your spirituality i would love to i would genuinely love to okay so tell me about your yeah just um, journey so essentially my mom is very spiritual and then my dad's side of the family is very spiritual um my aunts and all of them like they attend like it's not a church but it's similar to um i think for me though i grew up in like peru and peru is a very like catholic Mm. religious country in general um and my whole life whenever people would ask me like oh what like what really like are you religious or anything i would be like oh i'm spiritual i'm spiritual Mm -hmm. but i never like actually knew what it meant to be spiritual and then my mom had my mom is like the perfect definition of like girl boss but also like granola hippie girl (laughs) you know just like perfect balance yeah um and she kind of like had been practicing her whole life about that and then one time, like when the pandemic started, I went back to Brazil um, and I spent like the whole like two years with my parents, like at home. And it kind of like gave me time to like sit down and be like, OK, like, I was question like, it. yeah, like yeah. question it. And I was also like struggling with like anxiety and depression. Mm-hmm. And then I think like the moment that I picked up spirituality, uh, I feel like a lot of people, the pandemic made them more depressed or more anxious. Mm. And for me, it was kind of like the opposite. Mm. I was kind of able to want, find my voice for starters. Mm. Cause like ever, like up until then I was, I would like, I would have never even thought about like doing music as something mm. that I could like actually pursue mm. and do. Um, and so my mom kind of got to like kickstart it for me because she taught me everything that I needed to know. But then like my dad gave me the, exp- the space to like explore on my own. Mm. But if I hadn't had what my mom taught me, I probably would have gotten to a point of like being like like straight up like psychosis, mm. which can happen a lot with spirituality. Mm um unfortunately but and i also study psychology so like it's a Mm, bunch of like different aspects of it um but yeah and so i practice a lot of meditation and yoga i think those are the things that keep me like grounded the Mm. most and also 
just being able to do what i do too because like it can be very like it can be very weird to like go up on a stage and like it's a vulnerable position to be in you know and so sometimes i need to just like sit with myself i need my me time i need space with myself um and it also allows me to just like be connected to like spirit and to things that i want to talk about in my music and connect like a little bit deeper with people through what i write you know Mm -hmm. but yeah very cool yeah i definitely think it translates through your music i don't know i there's just something there's just something about your songs that i just love like thanks it's almost like a secret like you put like a secret powder in there i don't know if it's like the i don't know it's the spirits it's the spirits it's the spirits acting through your music yeah so yeah you've been doing it a while did you first perform at star method a year ago was that your first ever performance or had you done performances here and there um yes and no okay so my first like first unplanned performance was on my birthday in 2021 Mm -hmm. so my birthday like in literally two weeks like july Ah, 31st um happy early birthday thank you (laughs) (laughs) um but i went to like a restaurant for my birthday and the owner was friends with like my mom's friend that was there too and then there was this guy that was playing the piano and he was like crazy like those type of people that you say this song and then he just like Uh, comes up with it you know and then um my mom's friend went up to the owner and she was like oh can she sing or whatever like it's her birthday were you like no or were you and kind no, of no i was like i didn't like i wasn't expecting oh, it okay, like okay. it was like kind of a surprise okay and then i was like oh my god like in front of all these people and yeah. i was like kind of terrified and like in the beginning you can kind of hear it in yeah. my voice but i sang back to black by amy okay. winehouse and it was kind of like a like a wine like literally a wine house like it was like it was like all like literally <laughs> the, perfect the connection, for the connection. The li- alignment That's yeah, like, yeah 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 um and they served like pizza and like a bunch of like okay. fancy dishes so like it went pretty well and like i was telling the pianist and i was like oh do you know how to play play back to black and he was like can you just sing like the intro for me and i just sang it in his ear and then he just played it and i was crazy. like that's crazy yeah sir that's yeah, crazy um but that was like my first ever performance and after that i think it was like the first time that i was like how were you how are you feeling when you did that ter- terrified yeah i terrified yeah i was like my voice was like shaky in yeah. the beginning as i was tra- starting to sing the song i was like what if i forget the lyrics yeah, like, yeah, i was yeah. thinking i was not fully present for the first like minute or so and then i was like okay i got this you mm. know and i also trusted the pianist a lot so like that made it a little bit easier mm. too um but my high school like growing up it was a very like creative art like artsy high school and i was kind of a theater kid Mm, (laughs) and so i participated in like a lot of like musicals i did like cats like the cats the musical literally (laughs) the like uh, le miserable like you know what i'm talking about oh yes yes yeah 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 Yeah, that one yeah um yeah the french one um and so I did that and okay, like, so like involved with like performance. Oh, all of that, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. And then I when I started performing with, um, like Izzy, I re- like afterwards I, re- I realized I was like, oh, I've been doing this my whole life. Mm, yeah, <laughs> I've been preparing for this moment. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. Wow. Yeah. How do you find being present is the like most key thing? Yes. for a performance, absolutely, a hundred percent. How do you do? How do you like force yourself to be in the present? Um, I there's like I think for me 
after that first thing that I had that I was like not because I wasn't prepared for it for starters I think most of it for me is feeling confident in one my set list I always try to like kind of like tell a story with my set list like it's always very cohesive or like there's a reason as to why each song is one after the other you know um so it's about being organized and confident in what I'm presenting to the people like to the public um but it's also just I also want to have fun you know Mm, like and so sometimes like at start method i did uh, confident by justin bieber <laughs> just because i've been on a rabbit hole and so fun literally and like who cares yeah. you know yeah. i am also there to like have fun this is something that i enjoy doing right and i want to see people enjoying themselves and dancing and i want to do the same you know and so that's i feel like how i keep myself grounded and present and i can also move around the stage and like present myself with like confidence and everything you're so close to reach, we can't make you mine Oh, make you mine Bang, bang, Tell me why you understand me so well Can't get past this feeling I think I should be Do you think there was, there was a click? you when you like got that confidence you're like yeah who the fuck cares like i'm just doing this for me i'm trying to have fun and or was it a gradual thing of you slowly broke out of the shell and then you got to that point um i think for when i started performing i had i've always been a very like i don't give a shit mentality Mm -hmm. you know um but when like when growing up i was very i used to care a lot of what other people said and it was also something that like my mom was kind of projecting onto Mm. me too because she also cared about like a lot of different things and i gotta give it to her because like latin culture is very much yeah uh, like toxic and they're always like invested in other people's lives like Mm. it's the family drama the family drama like the community drama like it's a lot like and i get it um And so for me, like it took a a while for me to break out of that shell and be like, I actually don't care, Mm. you know? Um, But once I started performing after my first performance with like Izzy, um, it was very much like I, it was for the first time, a very like different reality Mm. of being like, okay, people like I know because of my streams that people like my music, but then seeing them with my own two eyes, enjoying what I'm doing was kind of like a, like a hooray Mm, moment. And I was like, Oh shit. Okay. Like I can do this, you know? But yeah. (sighs) Superstar. (laughs) Stop. No, I'm yeah. That's, that's so lovely to hear. And so, (laughs) yeah, that's, it's inspiring too. Cause I don't know it it totally can be scary and mm-hmm. it i guess it depends on the person your background the way you grew up um because i feel like some people just have the confidence yeah. you know some people either like grew up mm-hmm. performing and some people didn't and then but like have gone into it and yeah. have to break the shell but it's yeah. definitely like a different process for everybody that's yeah. for sure yeah, yeah definitely so what is your favorite part about what you're doing like is it performing or do you like the songwriting aspect like what what's your honestly i like the whole like the process of creating music itself Mm. is very like interesting to me i geek out on it a lot to Mm. be honest and it's also because there's like so much room for possibility and for error at Mm. the same time yeah and you just kind of have to like 
balance within like that duality of it all but it's also like what my dad my dad taught me again of like you need to know the rules to break the rules Mm -hmm. so like if i do something that i really like and then i start playing around with like effects or stuff like that to some people it might be like what are you doing that's wrong and i'm like okay but i like it i like how it sounds you know so i like the process of it because it allows me to like explore and like and my creativity and just like let it flourish and sometimes it's just even like for myself you know it's not something that i'm gonna ever gonna put out or anything it just like again keeps it fresh keeps the ball going um but i think lately i've been enjoying a lot the connection Mm. of like building with people and like talking to people on events not only people that are there to watch but other artists Mm. too because i feel like a lot of the times we look at like these big artists as if they're like outside of our surrounding Mm. area Mm -hmm. but if you actually pay attention there are like so many like talented people Mm -hmm. you know like so many within the bubble literally like within like they probably are your neighbor sometimes you know yeah um and so yeah and i love collaborating i think it expands the image of what it is that you're trying to do and you don't get stuck in your own head and it's just like okay i'm thinking this you're thinking that how are we gonna mix it together how are we gonna put it together you know yeah Yeah. Yeah. so i think it's just like the process itself of all of it is what like keeps me going even when i'm like this is so exhausting Mm. like i'm tired yeah i always like sorry i performed for two days in a row (laughs) (laughs) i go to like a live show of like a band that i that i like and then they just like blow me away and i'm like okay this is why i do it yeah (laughs) you know yeah Yeah. Ugh. so um any collaborations you're currently working on so uh uh if you can't if you can't honestly no it's okay. okay um i right now am like working on like i've been hanging out with kieran a lot mm-hmm. from country club pool boy um all of them are so cool and so talented, so talented. Yeah, like oh my god um i don't know if i can say what it is that we're working on but we're but working like, on something we're like we're like jamming around Fun. you know yeah um i'm also trying to connect with a couple latin artists mm-hmm. here in ottawa because nice. i've been wanting to put out things in spanish mm. and uh yeah and so i'm just like been networking yeah. you know yeah as you <laughs> in should. my networking era <laughs> <laughs> is there a dream collab that you have like an artist you're like ugh, to do a song Ooh. with this they're like from like from ottawa or in, uh, in general yeah um dead or alive super famous not Ooh. I honestly like I've I'd always love to do a collab with Mark Ronson. I just ah, think he would like good one. Ki- That's a like, really good answer. He would like kill this shit. Like yeah, he already does it. Yeah, but like yeah. can, but you know like I just feel like he he's so versatile mm-hmm. and um he's like very inspiring when it comes to like music creation mm-hmm. just because of all that he does. Um yeah that was like yeah that was the first one that popped into my mind i i watched lady gaga's documentary and i remember he played like a really big role in her yeah was it her newest album yeah yeah i was like oh wow and i never really had thought of about him before that i honestly don't think i even knew what he looked like fair and then i realized all the projects he's working on and i was like oh wow yeah he worked a lot with like amy winehouse Mm. like a lot yeah and he has like the couple like first takes of valerie like back mm. to black and then he has like it's a mas- face on exactly the exactly <laughs> he has like a master class um like that for production and everything and he was showing like all the like layers and tracks that he has of like amy like amy's voice wow. that we have like never heard and it was uh. so cool 
I so love cool. that woman. Yes. Uh, the uh, art, uh, yeah. Yeah. Such an iconic. Literally. Legendary. Oh. What's your favorite Amy Winehouse song? Ooh, currently, right now, is Stronger Than Me. Ah, uh, So good. I saw your cover of that. So good. So <laughs> I've good. I've been wanting to do that with a live band. Yeah. So that's probably in the foreseeable future. Yes, definitely. But, oh, it's so good. Good one. So I, good. Love, I, I love her yeah. little toxic um, femininity sometimes, you know? It adds you to her. You just have to. It adds to her <laughs> facade. Yes. So, during this whole, like, I, f- I feel like you're really, so you've been performing so much. You said you yeah. just did two shows back to back. Yeah. This month's been filled with performances after yeah. performances. Are you tired? I am exhausted. Yeah. But in a great way. In a really good way. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Um, I think it's really, like, I really like keeping myself busy and, like, feeling like I'm doing things. Um, I am taking a break right now just because I also want to focus on, like, being able to write and release Mm -hmm. music. But it's been great. Like, it just kind of, like, all happened at once, and I think that's how it always starts. You know, like, you rip the Band-Aid, and then it's just Mm -hmm. like, okay, let's just do all of it. And I definitely, like, I feel like I overbooked myself a little bit. Yeah, fair. Um, But it was... It's okay, you're learning. Learning experience, all of it. Um, But, yeah, I think just this year I've done almost like 10 shows that's crazy <laughs> that's crazy that's amazing and to yeah. think that you moved here like two a year and a half ago yeah, yeah. That, that's yeah when you moved to ottawa did you have any intention of like pursuing music did um, you kind of come into it thinking like yeah i'm gonna like expand i so by the time like by the time i moved to ottawa i had only released indecisive okay but i had already had pink plant um recorded and uh, like the music video as well so that had already was like that was ready to go mm. you know so i released pink plant on valentine's day okay. um <laughs> and that was about a stupid like crush that i had on this girl in my like philosophy class from first year <laughs> um but yeah so like i had already that going but it was never something that i had fully like planned on to be honest it was something like it was just an itch in the back of my mind and it was just like always there and then mm-hmm. at one point i just like had to scratch it mm-hmm. you know and did you seek the opportunity or did it kind of find you both mm-hmm. to be honest um i was kind of like my first year i was kind of trying more to like establish myself in the mm-hmm. sense of finding some more stability you know like r- like grounding myself you know mm-hmm. like setting the roots and everything um but i am someone that in general i just like i just want to be like i just want to connect with people like although i do this i also am new in the town like mm-hmm. in the city so i just want to like make friends through these like different aspects mm-hmm. you know so i just love like striking up a conversation with yeah. someone and just just like just being a decent human yeah. being you know yeah. um and yeah and so i feel like the first year was more of that just like grounding myself settling in and the music just kind of came naturally and yeah <laughs> love it i'm yeah. glad it did i'm glad it did you're you're doing so much for thank you music lovers um can we talk about my vision of you we can because <laughs> as someone who also we kind of talked touched on this earlier yeah. but just you know you you have one conversation i mean i mean i don't know i'll have like one person and then i'll just like take a one interaction that we had and then romanticize 
it to the point where it's like i literally stop and i'm like you need i talk to myself and i'm like this needs to stop and i know that people listening like i me and my friends talk about this all the time mm-hmm. like we do this all the time and it's just falling in love with the idea of someone yep. and not with the person yeah so i would love to hear kind of the backstory of my vision of you mm-hmm. and and all of that and all yeah. of that jazz. yeah um same yeah <laughs> i do i <laughs> Like, I've gotten really good at not doing that a lot anymore, but it still, like, slips through every Mm -hmm. once in a while, you know? Um, But in general, like, last year, like, I was telling you, like, I had started a new job. I was going to university. I was meeting new people. And then it just kind of became a loop of me, like, falling with the idea of people over and over and over and Mm -hmm. over again. And it was always, like, in the sense of... I would like talk to the person and also oh my god um i read tarot but i also love watching tarot videos on youtube okay and for the first couple of people that i was like literally like so idealizing in my Mm -hmm. head i kid you not i would go back home and watch hours of tarot videos is it like reading readings okay. oh my god so many so and to they the just po- feed the idea just, more oh my god i like i was not doing myself a favor there <laughs> just fueling the fire literally more more, more literally like and it was like i'm not even kidding like hours and hours and hours and hours <laughs> to the point that like my youtube recommended was just <laughs> like so what funny. is he feeling about you right now <laughs> um and so if it rained today this means literally literally <laughs> really um and it was just like i don't know this person and you're telling me that he's thinking about me and that he's yeah and like i definitely like the like it doesn't make me trust tarot Mm. less but Mm -hmm. i've also learned to balance it you know um and also read for myself Mm. um because i know i can trust my intuition and what i'm seeing right there and it's not like a third party telling me what they are feeling about (laughs) me you know um but yeah so I just kind of fell in that loop of falling for the idealized version of someone mm. and but also being like I don't want to lower like my standards. Right. I have no reason to, mm. you know? Mm-hmm. And it's just kind of about finding the balance of like respecting yourself right. and your needs but also not putting the pressure on the other person to be this like perfect human being that it's like they're never going to be, you right. know? And it's also because to I like one of the like lessons that I learned is that I used to be a very like one strike out person Mm -hmm. and it's kind of like unrealistic when it Mm -hmm. comes to that because we're like we're all humans and Mm -hmm. we all make mistakes Mm -hmm. and sometimes it's not even like targeted at you it's just it just happened that like backfired in a sense you know um I had this one person that I was talking to that like they were really nice and we just had kind of problems of like them being away and like not talking to me for two weeks and i'm like i'm not asking you here to like date me or Mm -hmm. like you know whatever but i just need like some sort of like communication just being like i'm busy whatever and then i'm not like i was normally not the person to give out second chances and then i did and it kind of like not like something similar happened but we had a conversation that we both agreed i was like okay we we can't do this you know but it was the first time that i was like okay it was like it wasn't he wasn't doing like this to me you know Mm -hmm. it was just about the situation Mm -hmm. 
their work it was like bigger factors that kind right. of like backfire to our situation but yeah so i just kind of learned to like go with the flow mm-hmm. nod right. like linger and limerate and you know but yeah so you say you're not doing it as much anymore mm-hmm. is it like a constant thing that you're like you find yourself you like slip up and you're like nope like can't be <laughs> having these visions again or whatever um it's weird because um i've been in a kind of like a trial phase for myself right now um because i think the reason why i was like over idealizing these people so much was because i wasn't doing it like i was literally just like laying in bed all day not doing anything like kind of bored kind of i had too much free time yeah too much free time to think about these people yeah and And also like before going to bed you're like exactly "Uh oh the late night thoughts (laughs) the late night thoughts um but yeah and so now that like i've been doing so much stuff i kind of like if you have time for me we're gonna have like i'm gonna i have the pot like how do i say this i have the capacity of like being there for you and showing up for you um but if you're not doing the same I am not going to chase and I'm not going to be like all lovey dovey. I mean, like, please love me, you know, like, sorry. Yeah. Don't have time for that. Yeah. (laughs) No, that's so, that's so. Yeah. And I like the point that you made about the standards. It's like, Mm -hmm. because part of it that I, at least I do this. Let me know if you do too, but Mm -hmm. I, well, yeah, it's just what I want them to be in my head. Yeah. Like I create this, the it's their face to uh, an idea that I want and the standards that yeah. I have, which a lot of the times you end up, quote unquote, like breaking your own heart because mm-hmm. it's like you had these, exp- you put these expectations on a person that never even gave you the evidence that they could be that, that they could, yeah, do yeah. that or be that. Yeah. So it's, it's like a fine balance of like, yeah, it's good to have standards, mm-hmm. but you can't, I i literally like i remember in first year i did this with one person on residence yeah. and like i literally and i found out that he had a girlfriend like he like oh, it was like my are- friend it was like my friend knew him and then like he said something and then whatever it turns out he had a girlfriend and i literally was like a heartbroken but b it was so funny because i was like i did this to myself literally the ones with the girlfriends always give you a reality check yeah because you're like this isn't even an option like this is like it just shows you how delusional yes how delusional how delusional and my excuse is it was covid so you know you're all a little crazy literally but it's just so funny because yeah because it's like like what did you expect (laughs) no literally but also i gotta say some of these men out here yeah come on (laughs) come on come on no basic communication skills mm, mm. let's let's emotional maturity never heard of it never heard of it (laughs) talking about your feelings literally no i had this one person that i was talking to that i set boundaries with yeah and flabbergasted <laughs> never heard of the, uh, the idea of boundaries and i was like huh what? how have you lived this long yeah. anyways yeah i digress that's a, that's, a, that's a oh we could talk about that for for years i feel like that's, literally yeah so i love that song and i love that you put it because i so many people do it like we're not the only ones yeah, you know like so many i talked to my like i said my i know i have friends that do it i know mm-hmm. people yeah anyway so it's nice i love the song because you you really put into words exactly the process i go through 
and I'm sure many others go through. Yeah. So not only is it relatable, it's also catchy. Anyway, this <laughs> a, I love that song, and I really want to talk about that. Listen, you haven't done anything, and maybe that's the problem. Maybe that's the, maybe that's the, had expectations that were bleeding, and you didn't even bother. To follow through with everything I wanted to You need to know before I tell you what to do I can't believe I kept on falling for the view I should have known I fell for my vision of you How has it been being in Canada? It's been good, to be honest. Um, I... Honestly, like I came first to Canada in 2018 to do an right. exchange okay. um, for like six months. Wasn't the best experience. Where'd you go? Uh, Ottawa. Ottawa, okay. Ottawa, yeah. Um, wasn't the best experience just because my host family wasn't the best, mm. to be honest. They were clearly just doing it for the money and right. everything. So Ugh. it yeah. was definitely like I had not a great experience at the host family itself, like house, but I met a lot of really like cool people. Um, I met my roommate, mm-hmm. um, and then we moved here together after the pandemic, um, and I love him to death. Like, I genuinely don't think I could have, like, moved here without him kind of, like, having, like, that support system in a nice. sense, you know? Because mm-hmm. we kind of knew what we were both going through at the same time. Like, mm-hmm. it was very similar. Um, but, yeah, and then I went back. It's a long story, but essentially, like, I went back to Peru to finish high school, and then the pandemic, I spent it in Brazil with my parents. Okay. Um, but... Afterwards, I knew that I wanted to come back to Ottawa, um, well, to Canada itself, because of how Brazil and Latin America Mm -hmm. is, like, Mm economy-wise, all of it, Mm -hmm. politically-wise. And so coming to Canada really gave me, like, a big opportunity not only to pursue what I like, which is music, but also I am a big fan of, like, learning stuff, and I love psychology, I love what I study, and being able to, like, be here, which... I, it, it's kind of like a weird relationship because, for example, I did a show on Canada Day. Um, and as much as I know that Canada has its own problems and I'm living here now, which somehow like also affects me in a sense, I also have to be grateful for mm-hmm. all that it has given me, like all the opportunities well, that I would have so. never been able to have it in, like back home, you know? Yeah. Like doing all that I've done with music, it would have taken me at least like five years minimum you know mm-hmm. yeah. yeah and I, I did it in like a year just and a op- half just yeah. opens doors that so many never yeah. Imagined. yeah yeah so i've been like honestly like, re- like really grateful i also love the pace of ottawa because mm-hmm. back home can be definitely a little bit chaotic mm-hmm. like every weekend i was going out like thursday friday saturday like no stopping go, go, go. yeah like yeah. go 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 and then here i have the option to like go out mm. do something but i if i want i can just like spend my Stay little in. weekend out yeah not feel like i'm missing out on much right. you know when but was yeah. the last time you went to brazil uh i went for the holidays last year okay so i spent a couple like i think like two three weeks there okay um and yeah yeah but i miss my little brother a lot though yeah yeah how like, what's your age gap? 
Uh, we're nine years apart. He's okay. 11 right now. Okay. Yeah. Cute. Oh, <laughs> not help him out through high school tribulations. Yeah. Tell him not to romanticize anyone. Literally. Literally. Don't make the mistakes we did. <laughs> and it's really nice because like I've remained very close to him, mm. which was one of my biggest fears, to be right. honest, when I first moved here. Mm. And because he was also born prematurely. So mm. for the first three months of his life, I couldn't see him at all. Mm. And then when he came out of uh, intensive care, it was like this is my child you know like yeah and so like we've always been super close like he calls me like almost every day he's like the background of my phone oh <laughs> um oh there's like so many but like anyways is this Aww, one <laughs> cute what's and his name thomas hi thomas if you're listening <laughs> i'll sh- oh i'll send it to him um but yeah and so i talked to my therapist about it and she yeah. was like there's other ways for you to be present in his mm. life you know mm. and i always actively like tried to like if he calls me he needs help with like resetting the roblox password mm. i'm there to like help yeah. him you know yeah. so yeah like i've that was like that's one of the biggest thing that i'm proud of is just, mm. like i i've made like the active choice to still be present in his life even though i'm far away yeah you know and and it's difficult it is it really is as someone who also has family mm-hmm. across the world it's just yeah. like it's like thank i'm facetimes my best friend you yeah. know i'm so happy <laughs> yeah. for all the apps and whatnot and i technology has really been key in keeping me connected with family yeah it's hard because you're like I just want to hug you and there's times where you really miss the person yeah. but yeah making the active decision to just maintain a relationship yeah. you know is yeah. key yeah do you plan on going back soon um I was hoping to go like for the summer mm-hmm. but just because of how like things are right now with like work and school and everything and I also might be moving soon like houses like mm-hmm. in Ottawa still but like ha- like I'll probably have to move um it just kind of became like a thing that I was like, okay, maybe this is not right. like the best time to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, I might be going to Peru like at the end of the year for the first okay. time in like four years. Yee. So I'm excited for that. that it's going to be my best friend's sister's wedding. Oh, fun. fun. Um, and so I'm just going to get Maybe you like, can sing them a song. There we go. I'm already, I'm like, hey, if you need me, I'm going to be there. If you need me, my voice is there. <laughs> I'll do it for free. <laughs> <laughs> just give me some cake. And some <laughs> Literally. Um, but yeah, so like I'm excited for that and then I might go again for the holidays. But okay we'll see yeah go with the flow yeah <laughs> when we, maybe when you're touring exactly next, you can... fingers crossed the universe yeah <laughs> angels are watching over exactly what is your ideal like what's your dream with um your music career i mm-hmm. you know anais who you met yeah um amazing crazy i asked her this question and she said she like really wants to perform with an orchestra eventually mm-hmm. Ooh, yeah right that's a great answer. yeah i know wow. um, but like i don't know is there a specific thing it could be a tour it could be mm-hmm. performing with an orchestra yeah you know um i think when it comes to music for me and i think i've been repeating this like all the time like for me it's like chapters and phases you know like i like as you've seen i like i perform a lot with like backing tracks Mm. and i love doing that um but then i just think i reached the point in which i'm like okay the next step in my career right now is setting up a band and performing with like a live band which is something that i might be doing Mm. next month so that's fun um and it's just like elevating uh like step by step because i'm i'm someone that can overthink a lot clearly Mm. as we talk with my vision (laughs) of you um and so if i think like way ahead i just like get lost you know i'm like i need to think about a thousand things at once like i'm doing this all on my own so like 
it can it can start to be a lot but i think one of my my biggest goals to be honest is perform for my parents like not yeah like i think um because again like we're talking like they're far away and like Mm. my dad like he always calls me before a performance and just like wishes me good luck but like being able to do that for them Mm. you know and it's just gonna be like it's something that i've been like thinking about a lot yeah um career wise though uh i definitely like for the longest time i was always thinking about like the the result of what i wanted or like the end goal um and kind of being like impatient to reach Mm. that you know and i just kind of like learned to enjoy the process because like Mm. everything in life feels like so fast Mm. like nowadays like school work like you pay like it's almost like the end of july you know know? like crazy crazy we're We're, like mid july yeah yeah yeah. the year yeah Yeah. which is insane and i'm like why am i rushing so much Mm. for this you know Mm. like if it's meant to find me it's gonna find Mm. me and i'm just gonna ride this wave for as long as i can yeah you know yeah but yeah i think that's like my next step is just like slowly evolving and growing yeah yeah Yeah, i there's this quote where it's like don't look at the staircase just look at the next step yeah and that's a reminder i think we all need that i don't know it can seem so far and vast and can be overwhelming if you look at the whole thing exactly and you just like you just got to focus on the next thing yeah and like you've said just be as present as possible enjoy it as much as you can as much as you can yeah because i don't know one day maybe you will be at the end all be all and you're like oh i wish i would have spent more time enjoying the process i saw an interview with billy Mm -hmm. a couple days ago because she just released her song for the barbie Mm -hmm. movie oh i'm so excited for that movie so excited (laughs) yes and she was talking about how she started at such a young age and she achieved like all of these things Mm -hmm. so fast that like up until recently like before she like got the opportunity to do the barbie song she was thinking about quitting music because Mm. she was like i've already achieved what like Mm. most people like spend years Mm. trying to achieve you know Mm. so like what's next right you know right and that kind of and i've always like i remember when the grammys like that she won like seven grammys came out i was like huh Mm. how like how do you do it and it was like not even like jealous is not the word but like it's just like fascinated yeah. by it you know yeah. i was like damn yeah um and it's so i think for the longest time like not that i was comparing myself but i was like oh my god like this is something that i would want or anything right. and then like now looking back i'm like no i don't yeah. think i want that mm. you know or if you do you're like i have the rest of my life exactly yeah. like i exactly and it's just like i just want to I just want to make music. I just want to enjoy this. And if people enjoy it with me, great. great. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Love yeah. that. <laughs> you are so, so cool. I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm, can we please be best friends? Yes. Um, I feel like we already established I know. That. I'm like, uh, this <laughs> so when are we hanging out next? Yeah. <laughs> My rotating for me this past mm-hmm. two days was your music <laughs> alongside, um, Pitbull and Fleet Foxes. <laughs> yes. Getting ready. Pitbull. Pitbull. Oh my God. Before I bought tickets, me and my friends, we were, because the Pitbull day is like so expensive, obviously, because yeah. it's Pitbull. <laughs> but we were doing the, like the three day pass for Blues Fest and we were like, should we go to Pitbull? Let's like check out a set list. Mm-hmm. Even if you don't know the name of the song, you somehow know the rhythm and you've heard it in a past life or at a club. Like, 
or walking through the street like you're gonna know pitbull this has been around he's he, been there done that been there done that uh, mr worldwide literally like, so, to yeah. the t like he's worldwide <laughs> yeah. oh my god and it's like he doesn't age like i'm curious <laughs> to see him because i'm like do you look the exact same as i imagined you when i was literally six? so literally that's gonna be, that's gonna be oh, really i'm so fun. excited i'm so excited <laughs> <Me too. laughs> um this has been so much fun and i've i want to do a part two because i just i don't know i feel like we're gonna i i tell I, with every artist i'm like can we please do a check-in in like six months to tell me where you're at we well, should you know what i mean we sh- we'll hang out for the time period yes, and then we'll do exactly, this <laughs> exactly my closing question mm-hmm. that i ask all my artists is what is your song of the day song of the day yeah. um rush by yeah. Troye Sivan. okay i was listening to it before okay. coming here okay yeah. i should check it out yeah. mine i'm gonna state this is a tough one because i i've been i love indecisive i love indecisive but it's same, also rush by Troye Sivan is very similar to that vibe. oh is it yeah, okay yeah, 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 cool yeah. okay yeah yeah S- mm. hmm <laughs> This is tough. So many songs. Because my vision of you really hits home for me, you know? So I'm like, do I want to do something? But today, what am I feeling today? I think today I'm feeling indecisive. Okay. Boom. It actually works because that took me so long. There you go. So I'm indecisive. It was meant to be. (laughs) It's Friday. It's fun. It's catchy. And (laughs) you listening should go listen to it. I agree with that statement. Any other final thoughts you want to... Honestly, oh, where can we find you? Tell us oh, where we can find you. So you can find me like on Instagram if you just search Jules, J U L and three Z's. Can find me there. Um, Spotify, Apple Music. I also have my little link tree, so if you just tap there, you're gonna find everything you need. <laughs> but yeah. Thank you so much. I was I am so I was so excited. I'm smiling the whole time and I'm just so I love I love that. That was so much fun. It was so okay, peace out. Bye bye. With my head on me The witches thing you're doing Are driving me crazy I just can't breathe Feel like my heart is racing A hundred million thoughts I have about you daily Don't know what's going on And I ain't trying to change it But maybe